Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
Guys, welcome to, <clears throat> this is going to be a weird episode. Uh, you're like, they're all weird episodes, but it, it was recorded over multiple times today, which I believe is Monday, and let me just fill you in, because I do an intro, but I did, so I, I, <clears throat> I talked with Sophie, but I did it at the Delta Sky Lounge in Nashville, and I was up there, and I talk a little bit about Nashville, and I felt horrible the last two days, so I did not go out. I stayed back. Well, my friends went and partied, and COVID test was negative, a rapid COVID test. Um, but so I just got back in to uh, Los Angeles, and I immediately went to a urgent care center. And it turns out I have a 102.9 fever, and I have strep throat. And I have been complaining about my throat the last couple of weeks, and I guess it just finally, uh, it was probably pretty dumb for me to go to Nashville, but at least it's not COVID, and I got two shots in my butt, so that's pretty, for all you ladies, and some of you guys out there, that must be pretty, that should have been a Patreon exclusive, but I want to let you know, this isn't my best work. I talked with Sophie, and my voice is really low because I was trying not to interrupt the other Delta Sky Lounge passengers, um, so what I'm saying is that, forgive me, it's still, I think, there's some funny moments, but I got to tell you, I'm pretty out of it, and I'm, I've been pretty delusional for the last two days, and um, it's it's just been really hard, so I'm finally home, and I'm putting this together so I can get it out, because this is the only thing that matters to me in my life, and it really, you guys matter to me, and I want to make sure you have something, and, um, and then maybe Wednesday I'll take off, but then I've got, I got big interviews the rest of the week, so I'm... Uh, on a bunch of medicine. And so hopefully, uh, the doctor said, do you want to treat it aggressively? Or do you want to just do the normal 10? And I said, treat it aggressively. And he was like, take your pants off. And that was very exciting. Um, so what I'm saying is that this night might not make tons of sense. But we also have new sponsors today. And I'm going to do those commercials in a second. They'll be halfway through the show. Uh, please listen to them and please um, go to the websites and check them out if it's your thing. I have the headphones and the security system and uh, we have Dame again. So, of course, you know, you know, Dame. But uh, I, this means a lot to me. They mean a lot to me for sponsoring this show. And I can't I don't want to not give anybody anything. So. And that is why there is a show. So you're going to hear the intro that I did earlier, which might not make a lot of sense. And then you're going to hear Sophie, which I think is, I think Sophie was pretty funny, but I got to tell you folks, it was all kind of a blur. I went to Guy Lounge and I swear to God, Delta Sky Lounge is not a sponsor, but I just begged them to let me pay to sit in there. And, um, I, yeah, anyways, I'm losing focus. Um, I'm going to do. The ads in the middle, I've got two new sponsors that I'm really happy about, and I'm going to redo these commercials later in the week because I wish I, I, they deserve better than my voice is right now. But I want you to still listen, and, and if you can, go check it out. And if it's your thing, that's awesome. If not, that's awesome too. Um, but anyways, I just wanted to say this isn't my best, and uh, I am hope you still get some laughs at it. And uh, man, those Beverly Hills, they're taking it out, of, out on me. F fucking Rena, man. Um, but I'm on aggressive medicine right now, and so I can be up and running. So we're going to do this. So here is my intro I did eight or nine hours ago, and then we'll go right into Sophie. Um, it's September. Can you believe that? Wow. Okay, bye.
Folks, welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. It is Tuesday. This is the start of the week because we have the Labor Day holiday. And I, I might sound a little weirder than usual because I am in the Nashville airport at a Delta Sky Lounge because it, we're, you know, work never sleeps. That's, that's what we know. No, I got to tell you everything that happened this weekend, you guys. I'm so, I don't think I'm ashamed of myself, but I didn't, um, it was a dumb, some, I made some dumb moves. Um, anyways, I am not feeling great at all, but I am still going to put out a show. My throat, uh, and if you've been follow, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, my throat has hurt me now for like a month. So I finally have to go to the, but it's, it is so in pain right now where it hurts to swallow liquid. Um, and it was dumb. It was dumb for me to go to Nashville with my guy friends that I haven't seen in a long time and celebrate my buddy's 40th birthday. But the first two days were amazing. We just went too hard. And then the last day, I just, I, they had to go out. And I was like, no, you're leaving me here. And I got a COVID test. I am COVID free. Um, but there is definitely something wrong with me. And I got to tell you, I don't know who lives in Nashville, but I don't think COVID exists here. <laughs> Everybody. I've never seen this many people out. Like, do you know Kid Rock has a bar here? It's like five stories tall. I'm like, I, I, it was like, it was like a scene out of a Star Wars movie. I thought it was like on a different planet. Like every country singer has a huge bar. Like it was wild. And it was great. Nashville, the people are great. I, I went axe throwing. I went to Third Man Records, Jack White's record store. Um, I, I got to do so many cool things. I got to see my love, Phoebe Bridgers. And uh, that, that was like a last minute thing because Bonnaroo is a music festival that is held in Manchester, Tennessee every year. And they had to cancel it because of the flooding. So they canceled it with the flooding and... Um, they wanted to do like a, a show for people in Nashville. So her, Brittany Howard and Sylvanesso did a show and it was awesome. But I got to tell you, Brittany Howard really stole the show. She's the lead singer of Alabama Shakes. And it was the first time I saw Phoebe Bridgers live. And her music is just so damn sad. And after you've spent three hours like partying your balls off with like really fun music, it just didn't, it, 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 it we were all worn out. And I was like, I think that was when my body was like, Ryan, fuck you, you know, some new sponsors and that's a big deal to me. And Sophie said she could do it today. So we're going to be doing this from the airport. I mean, Sophie won't be from the airport, but I will. And I'll be having this very low, sultry voice because it hurts to use my voice and I'm in a public space. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Tuesday episode. Um, uh, me and my Monday co-host are with you today and she is one of the most professional people in the business. Not only is she willing to record on a holiday? She's the funniest, the wittiest, the prettiest. How many? I do. I keep going. Do you want me? To keep, going? keep going. Keep. Go, don't stop. No. So, so smart. And I just found out this week, you guys. Sophie Ross runs a bachelor um, group against <laughs> Greg Grippo. That theory to me is so. And I was getting comments, and I well, didn't explain to people. What, explain to oh. people what they wrote. Okay, so basically, like. There's there's a, a Bachelor account. As a lot of people know, the Greg stuff really divided a lot of Bachelor Nation. And there was a Bachelor account called Bachelor Nation Scoop that, you know, was also taking issue with a lot of Greg's, the stuff that was coming out about Greg and like his behavior on the show. And yeah. then people assumed that, you know, since I'm the only person that could possibly hate this charming 
good looking man that I must be the person behind this, this account. And I was like getting comments about it. And I was like, what is What are they talking about? Where is this coming from? And then I saw that the account posted like a Reddit comment like basically that was like we've uncovered that bachelor nation scoop is none other than sophie ross <laughs> yeah that's the cool thing about the internet is that you don't have to have proof for anything yeah like, i can say like, anything it's just so funny i'm like i wish i had enough free time on my hands to run an entire or like yeah you, you think i love- care about the bachelor that much i like tweet about it a couple times a week and that's about it or when something big happens like the greg stuff but other than that I do not give a fuck about The Bachelor. Yeah, but don't you agree that he sh- he shouldn't be The Bachelor? Yes, obviously. Yeah, so I'm obviously. saying, obviously, like, it's, and there it's was all another right. story that came out that someone apparently saw him, like um, at a bar, I guess, and on the Jersey Shore, and someone was like, "So are Uh-oh. you going to be The Bachelor?" And he was like, "I can't talk about it." Wink. And everyone said that he was, like, you know, cold, like not nice, not friendly, and it's like. I get it. Like some people just don't know how to adjust to like all of a sudden being a celebrity, but it's like, it just aligns with everything that we know about him at this point is that he's an asshole. So, he is yeah. to me, he's like the male Lisa Rinna. Like he, I just, I, I dislike <laughs> them both. Equally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lisa Rinna. Oh, wait. Well, speaking of men that have let us down. Um, so we had Kanye's album Donda come out and then Drake's album, certified lover boy came out on thursday uh, and it's and dare i say i'm not it's not that good first off, Donda first off or no 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 lover certified lover boy it's oh it's like, i'm obsessed with certified lover boy so far really? did there's yes. no like do you think there's any bops i'm a lesbian girl me too <laughs> okay but why use r kelly's sample on it oh true yeah when i found out about that i was like definitely pissed well no but for real like how can you do everything right in your career and then you give money to this guy who's obviously done proven wrong things? I think, you know, he had 26 albums on that, 26 tracks on that album. He could have just cut one. He didn't need to give, R. Kelly gets money for that, you know? Wait, was it really 26 tracks? It feels like it. I don't... Oh, it's 21. I actually have it open right now on my Spotify. <laughs> I was like, what are the five tracks I haven't listened to yet? Um, You know, oh, that's wait. So you love it, and you love what you're referring to is there's there's I, a lyric about him being a lesbian. He's like just so, so yeah. Some of the some of the lyrics and stuff. I'm just like you're so funny, Jerry. Click. I love how like everything he does kind of turns into a meme. Like everyone was <laughs> listening to it, but at the same time, like making fun of him, like like being like I, I'm a lesbian girl, me too, or whatever the lyric is. It's like what are you talking about? But like, I thought it was a good song. And yeah, it's like, I have issue because I do love Drake as an artist. And again, it's like, or as I love his art. Yeah. So it's like separating the artists because I know that there's a lot of unsavory stories about Drake and, you know, Millie Bobby Brown and Billie Eilish. Young girl. What she's referring to is that Drake has not supposedly done anything, but he always like stays in close contact. He like DMs with Millie Bobby Brown and like with really young girls. So that doesn't, I mean, it's it's not it's not proven guilty, but it's weird, right? Yes, it's definitely weird when you're like an older guy with power, and these are these newbie like little young Hollywood girls that obviously already have a lot of people taking advantage of them, and it's kind of creepy to think about like Drake stepping in. It's like I don't know. Why would you yeah. ever want to talk to Millie Bobby Brown to begin with? 
I have a theory. Um, she's, yeah. I have a theory. She's 80 years old. Yeah. I like, don't get her. And I've heard that her parents are very exploitative people. And what if, yeah. we, what if we just spend an hour shitting on Millie Bobby Brown? Yeah. Like we're <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. She's like literally 12. Uh, <laughs> literally. I, love, I love that stranger things, the final season, they're all in their thirties. Yeah. Wait, is it the final season? I think I think they film maybe it's like two last seasons, but they film oh, them God. at the same time. I'm like I was into it at first, and now I'm just like, yeah, they're all like going to be like they're awkward, like twenty somethings now. Like I'm not interested. So what uh, what did you do for Labor Day weekend? Anything crazy fun? I was just in the city this weekend, which like felt good to just like not because I've been traveling so much. So I was just in the city, like hung out with friends, went out. Like I said today, went to a friend's rooftop. Um, need to get some more work done. Can, um, did yeah. you did you happen to see the Winter House promo shots? Oh my god, yes! Like what in the LL okay. Bean catalog? Well, well, I've got a story to share with you guys. So uh, you know, I was in Nashville. I come home from like a wild day and night, and then somebody uh, sent me those and said, "Hey," I said, "Has this been posted yet? Can I post these?" And they said, "Yeah, you can post these." So I went ahead and posted them. And I didn't think anything about, about it. And then the next day, all the other accounts had posted them too, you know, and some had my watermark and some didn't. I put a watermark on it that says so bad it's good. So I didn't think anything. All I all I could think about was how ugly Austin's turtleneck was. His turtleneck. Was, but but isn't Austin so the guy that is a turtleneck guy? Like yeah, he no, is made he literally looks like he looks like the guy in those in those eighties movies yeah. that like like the villain, the bully, the bully, yeah, the yeah, bully, yeah. the bully on the ski mountain that's like gonna steal your girlfriend if you don't win the race. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and then he does the scene where he's like he's nice to the girl, and then he like the girl turns his back, and then he pushes one of the guys, you know, and then turns yeah. back to the girl. Um, so I post these, and I was like, I was really excited. I was like, oh, cool, and. So I'm, I was like, I stayed back in on uh, Sunday. I didn't go out with my friends because I didn't feel good. And it had just been two days of like straight nonstop going. And then all of a sudden my phone rings and it says NBC Universal. And I'm like, why is NBC Universal calling me? But I don't get it because I don't, I don't feel good and I don't want to pick up. And then I get a text message from NBC Universal um, asking why I posted photos that weren't um, supposed to be posted. So I guess I got I got in real big trouble for posting Winterhouse photos, and I think I ruined some people exclusive that was supposed to come out on Tuesday. And I oh felt my sorry. god! And then Wait. I was texting back to I was texting. I go, hey, I'm I'm so sorry. I go, I didn't. You have to know. I I mean, I didn't. I didn't. But then I was like. Well, also other people posted and they don't, cause she was like, yeah, they're all posting yours. And I go, no, they're not. They've, they've gotten it from somewhere too. Yeah, like, where back. How did you get it again? I, I can't. Well, she asked me how I got it and I wouldn't reveal my source because uh, I'm like, I didn't realize it was a bad thing. And now I do, but it was basically a link to it, like an NBC press thing, you know, and it had the pictures and the separate pictures. And I said, I'll take it down. And she said, yeah, take it down. I'm like, I took it down, but then I was like, that got like 4,000 likes and all the other people didn't have to take theirs down. Yeah, but, that's so annoying. But, but, yeah, but, what the but hell? Now I'm, it now, I'm pissed. now I'm like, now I'm sad because I'm like, what if I don't Wait, get You can go to recently deleted posts on Instagram, remember? I told you and you should just like restore it. Oh, I, I archived it. Don't worry. Oh, okay, good. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end versatile pieces 
at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Fly style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. Um, but it, it was like, I, can you imagine? Like, I was like shitting myself when NBC Universal called. Because then I was like, oh my God, what if it's Andy? What if Andy, he's like, Ryan, it's Andy, it's listen. Andy himself. I don't, but I like that. The last person I want to upset is Mr. Bravo, you know?
no, that's stupid. It le- it's their fault that it leaked. Like you can't really like, sorry, like it's not your fault for getting your hands on it. Like clearly someone on their end messed up. And yeah. it was and leaked something that apparently was supposed to be under embargo. And like, that's their problem. And now it's everywhere. Who cares? Well, yeah. And then I was like, I, I felt it because I think I got, I got that girl in trouble. And then I was like, I was like, this is probably a bad time to ask of like, Hey, this won't ever happen again. If you, if you actually work with me, <laughs> you know, like if you just give me things and then I'll put them up whenever you want to. But I was like, of course I get in trouble for posting. Like it's a, that stupid Austin will always get me in trouble. It probably was Austin who like, um, you know, tattled on you. Well, I told you Austin and Craig's podcast followed me a couple of weeks ago and, it, and they only followed like 30 people. And I was like, this has to be a mistake. And then by the morning they had unfollowed me. So I think. I, why? Well, I think they followed me because we had been talking about them on the podcast. So I think like, I think Austin and Craig were like, let's check this guy out in my delusion. I was thinking that because all of a sudden I think somebody accidentally hit the follow button and then by the morning it was gone. That is so interesting. That's weird yeah. though. They unfollowed. Like that's embarrassing. No, I mean it's not. They only followed thirty people, so I was like, "Why are they following?" It, it creeped me out that they were following me. You know, I don't um, know. That's still weird. It's like I don't like people who follow a bunch of people and like unfollow. It's like you're playing games. Like just you know, <laughs> stop it, Austin. Stop playing these games. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I uh, I ran into Best of Bravo and Laguna Biatch, two really popular Instagram accounts in uh, Nashville. And they were great. And and Maggie was talking about how she is going to make out with Craig one day. So I think that's cool. Oh my God. That's so fun. Wait, how was your Labor Day weekend? That's what I'm saying. I was in Nashville. Like I went too hard. Like I went too. like, I'd been working on the podcast all Thursday night and like got about an hour of sleep, went on the plane and then immediately met up with my guy friends and in Nashville. It's like, it's like COVID doesn't exist. Like there's like, there's like a five-story Kid Rock bar. Like Kid Rock has Oh, are you talking about Honky Tonk? It's a whole Honky Tonk street of like every country singer and it's packed and it's all bachelorette parties and these big tractors. It was, and so my buddy, Matt, he, we just didn't eat and he just kept going. He was having such a good time. And then by the end, he started, he was like falling into the street, you know, and like, and he calls it time traveling. He's like, I'm, I'm time traveling. I'm done. And, you know, we had to like carry him back to the hotel room. So it was, it was classic. You didn't get Nashville hot chicken. That was today. And I came to the airport instead. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Cause I wanted to be professional, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got to chill out. Like I've been going too hard too. Like you were just in the Hamptons last week. Oh yeah. Oh my God. That's how I feel. My body just like, uh, I I've just been going too hard the past couple of weeks and like, yeah. Oh, wait, when's your sister's wedding? It is in like less than a month now. It's the first weekend of October. So, yep. I see. I saw her, I saw your sister post a picture with her uh, fiance and I was like, we're going to be seeing a lot of these up leading up to the wedding, you know? Uh-huh. Get excited. But then Get I, excited. I, I need to write her a card because I want to be like, you got to post these like two and three years into the relationship. You got to keep it, keep it fresh, you know? <laughs> Oh my God, you should. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Um, okay. There was a very special birthday this weekend. Lala Kent celebrated her birthday in Miami, Florida with Randall Emmett, Jax Taylor, Brittany Cartwright, Brittany's mom, and little baby Couchy and little baby Lala and Randall. And Jax went live at one point and he sounded like he had so much pasta in his nose 
he sounded well, so impression of him. He's like, what's up? What's up? Jacks. <laughs> then he, I'm trying not to be too loud. He, uh, but it was like, you can tell he doesn't get out a lot anymore, but more importantly, have you heard this thing, this drama going on with their product placement stuff? Oh, where, that he, that they were like pretending to have endorsements that they like didn't actually, or Jax was. And yes, well, and so was Britney. And they have all of these companies that are like actively saying, we do not work with him, nor would we work with him. Yeah. But like, is there a point where you start to get sad for... I honestly do kind of like it all just happened. I don't feel bad for them because you reap what you sow. Like they yeah. deserve it. But as just like an empathetic person, I'm like, that's it's just like it all happened very fast for them, which you know, they deserve it. That's what happens when you're a shitty person. Because what's happening is that <laughs> I guess Jack's posted like a Target ad. <laughs> and everyone's like, Target is not working with Jack's tail and like an Adidas, like something like these like crazy partnerships that everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm Jack Taylor for Mercedes Benz. Yeah. For Hugo Boss. <laughs> and and people were like DMing the brands and the brands are like, um, like, because you know, like when you offend so many people throughout your career, all of these people are, fo- are following up with brands and are like, if you are paying this person to promote your product, then I don't want to support you anymore. And these brands are like, whoa, whoa we don't work with them. We swear, we don't, we never met the guy. But I want to know like what goes through, like, is he realizing he's like, man, everybody thinks I'm a jerk. Like, I wonder if there's any kind of career rehab for that. Like, I wonder what's on the horizon for him or what he's the trying thing, to do. The thing about Jax is that he actually is like severely like narcissistic and probably a sociopath. And that is not easy to rehabilitate. So right now he's sort of like, fuck the world. They're all against me. Like, they're all just jealous. Like, that's what he's probably telling himself. Well, which brings us to, we got the brand new Vanderpump Rules season nine trailer came out this week. What did you think about it? I honestly got really excited. I love when Ariana falls. (laughs) See, like, I love shit. Like, I was like, okay, good. That fall looks really genuine. It looked promising. (laughs) And the only thing I'm like, Tom and Tom are starting another bar. And I'm like, dude, we got to like... Like I, I'm, I, I, I only have so much excitement to give. I gave all my excitement to Tom, Tom, and now I have to give it to a new bar. Like, there's only. Wait, like, what's the new bar called? Do they know yet? I think they know, but they well, it's right. You don't know LA, but it's right next to Upright Citizens Brigade and Birds. I think. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I. It's right in this really cool Franklin Village. Um, like there's like birds and La Poubelle, and it's like a really cool strip. But I just, I don't know if there's like. I feel like bars, like in this day and age, I want them to have something solid, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it means, I guess that Tom, Tom is probably doing really, really, really well. And they feel that they're in a position to do that. So yeah, but is it doing really well? Like how could it possibly do really well after it's been, been closed for a year? I mean, I don't know. I just assume if you're going to open a place that you feel like you're like, I don't know. I don't live in LA. Does it look like it's crowded every time you drive by? Yeah, it does. I mean, it does. Yeah, like it's um, more of like a tourist attraction, probably. So, yeah, I can see it like do, being able to do well and survive. And like, if they're going to open another place, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's opening a restaurant or bar sounds like the freaking most stressful, like just a a money a money. What's it called? Like a money suck, like a money yeah, pit. Some money suck. Like Oz, 
the Michael Darby's Oz. <laughs> oh my God. I wish I, I bet they had t-shirts. Wouldn't it be great to have a Michael Darby's Oz t-shirt? Oh my God. I wish I had Oz merch. Wait, did you watch Potomac last night? Yes. Oh my Dude, God. What's up with, what's up with, uh, Candace calling Ashley a wide bodied, uh, bit like in a, in a filthy milkmaid. <laughs> like, uh, Candace is, I'm actually like, I was so team Monique, like, yeah. and I still am. I'm still very, I've never been like a huge, like Candace fan. And I do think that, you know, she, she takes it too far. Sometimes I will say that I just found her enjoyable this season. Um, and just generally just like funny to watch. Like she always has like the funniest insults out of nowhere this season. Um, I do think she, she definitely took it far with like, you know, when she, when she said you body shame yourself, when you walk into a room with your, with your huge ass (laughs) face and wide ass forehead or whatever she said, (laughs) I'm like, just so funny but it's not funny. It's like, what, where is the line? And that's, I think where these colorism arguments come in is that people think that, you know, you draw the line too much with, or you give the light skinned women on the show too much rope where you're like, well, Ashley, like Ashley's no saint, but you know, she's light skinned. And what does that say about colorism? So there definitely is like a very valid argument there because it's like, are we now we're drawing the line? Like there have been so many, like what did Karen say to Giselle? Karen like, used to say to Giselle all the time, like weight things and stuff like and that. She insinuated that she had an STD and she said she's just a broken whore from Hampton University. It's like, where do we draw the line? Honestly, like to me, it didn't feel like it was like, oh, and then I saw that Twitter really was like, freaking out and again it's like there are i feel like complexities here because of the issue the colorism issues that potomac has already like had they're all so good at it though they're also good at like ripping each other apart oh, they're better exactly. than any other franchise like Beverly right? hills yeah. is having a great season but they couldn't they can't go at each other the way potomac does in terms of like shakespearean language oh my god it really is like it you appreciate it because it's it's so quick like it's so funny and just like oh my god and I saw a tweet a couple weeks ago that was like you could take any the worst arguably the worst housewife from Potomac and drop them into any other franchise and they would be the star housewife in any other franchise like literally all all of the housewives in Potomac are just like stars um I mean except Robin (laughs) (laughs) I love that I love Robin's big plot line it's just that she's lazy like, I love that it's yeah. like, she I, Okay, I will say that I do, as someone, as another, like, adult onset or adult diagnosed ADD sufferer, and I really do have terrible ADD, which now that I've been diagnosed with it, it's like, I really- you have to take like, medicine yeah. for it? Yeah, I take medicine for it. I realize that it does, like, really affect your life, like, in ways that people don't realize, especially when it comes to, like, motivation and, like, being able to focus your mind on, it's like- And now that Robin came out on Instagram saying that she's been diagnosed with ADD, I like totally relate to the, like wanting to lay in bed all day, like not feeling, I'm like, if I didn't have, you know, a job 
or like shit to do, I would totally lay in bed all day. Oh, after my divorce, I laid in bed for like, a. I mean, there was a period of, I mean, but I'm, I'm still like a cat, like I'm responsible in a way where like, I'll never let myself go too far. Like I'll go, go to my job, but then I, I would just come home and yeah. just lay, you know, just lay there oh, without yeah. the TV on. Yeah. And it's like these, some of these really rich housewives or whoever it is, not that Robin has always been like the richest housewife, but you know, you get a certain amount of money. Um, like just being on Bravo, I feel like they're probably so bored if they don't have like, you know, work or like a regular job. And like, if you don't have like your own like motivation to get out of bed every day, that'd be like miserable. And that goes for like any celebrity. I can see how celebrities get into drugs and get depressed because you have so much money. And so, you know, sometimes such little work to do. I'm still so curious about that first year after somebody gets kicked off a housewife show, like what that looks like. Like I am, I yeah. pray, I pray to dear baby Jesus that Lisa Renee gets fired one day. Cause I just feel like it's all it's she happen. has. It's all she has. And I pray for Drake to unfollow her. And I pray for, I hope, I don't think Rihanna fought, but I hope I just want, could, do you know if her, her lipstick, it does good. Is it good? I can't imagine. I, no, there's no way. I really don't think so. So okay. it would no. break my heart if it was good. Um, okay. So. I guess we can move on to Beverly Hills. So Beverly Hills, they are shooting the reunion on Friday. So Andy, but it already made me livid because Lisa put in her stories of like, we're shooting the reunion on Friday. Give me any of your questions. And I'm like, Lisa, nobody's looking to you for questions. Like the producers didn't ask you to get, she, she's like such a, she just does things for show. Like she just does things so she can be snarky in her comments. Nobody was asking, no production member was asking for questions from Lisa Rinna, you know? Yeah. It's like, Lisa, we all hate you. <laughs> like, oh my God. She, did you see her? Did you see her come in? Do you see her come in with the, the uh, David Spade with the, uh, the mullet, the Billy yeah, Cyrus? Oh my God. That outfit, the hair, the outfit, like she just tries so hard and it's so bad. She was drunk, like two drinks in. She was hammered. Oh my like, god! Yeah, and she and she offered nothing the entire episode. Yeah, she she can go. Everyone on Twitter hates her. I feel <laughs> like it's like why she's gotten expensive, probably. And I know that she's one of Andy's favorites, but like, I just I don't see her getting asked back next season. I don't think she's oh, no, she no, doing enough. No, I see. I think she will. I see. I, I think she. I don't ever think they want to make big waves. I, I think she's still popular enough where she'd be asked back. But more importantly, do you think she wet her pants at that dinner? Because I bet she did. That pantsuit. She knows she pissed herself. And Erica Jane with that. All I can think about is Sutton Sanchez a doo doo finger. And now oh every, God, every I time I look that. at every time I look at Erica Jane photos, I've been scrolling in on her fingers to see if they're doo doo stained. I know they're probably not, but it's still fun to look for, you know? I love all of Sutton's like Southern idioms when she's yeah. like, you see one cockroach and then you open up the or, sheet or the, And the devil, the devil always comes calling. Yeah. Like, that you, you make a deal with the devil and the devil always comes knocking. When you tell the truth, an angel gets his wings, I say, I say. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it. She said like a bunch of good ones this past episode. And I tried to like write them all down because I loved them. They were so chilling. Much. And like, what was that one talking head where she was in the wet dress and she looked like a handmaid's tail maiden? Yeah, no, she, it was when she talked about the devil and she was like in a red yes. dress. You know, like the devil. I was like, Sutton knows her shit. She's smart. She knows what she's talking about. And that's why Erica like cannot 
Um, oh yeah, I wrote that down. You make a deal with the devil, and the devil always comes knocking. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, it's like I. That's why Erica is like projecting. She's like, she knows that Sutton sees right through her, and Sutton is genuinely rich and enough to scam people to get there. So Erica Jane said, "Look at my." She goes, "Look at my life, Doreen. Look oh. at my life. Look at my life." And she was in a nine hundred and sixty dollar blouse. Oh my god! She, she was, was eating caviar pie, and she said, "Look at my life." Look yeah. At, like, oh that's, my god! That's bizarre. The caviar pie. First of all, I was like, "What even is that?" I had to look it up. It sounds interesting, but I would eat it. Yeah. She oh. was like, "Look at my life." And she was like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing this?" And it's like. Oh my God, the acting. And if she had nothing to hide, wouldn't she be, you know, open? And it's yeah. it's all like, it's just getting worse for her by the week. And I cringed at like Garcelle, like genuinely trying to like be there for her and her like being a cyborg. Okay, guys, here are all those commercials and I'm run a fe- running a fever. So this might be actually pretty funny to listen to in a couple of different ways. But our first sponsor, and this is a new sponsor, uh, I'd like to welcome Raycon to the So Bad It's Good family. Um, This is actually cool. So Raycon are like earbuds you can listen to music to, and they sent me a pair, and they're effing awesome. Like Like I was using them in Nashville to drown out the sounds of the people at the Kid Rock Bar. And you guys know I love music so, so, so much. So I was like, yeah, I do want to give these a try. And I did. And they're great. Like, I actually, they're great. And they're cheaper than AirPods. And I think that's awesome. So no matter how you're feeling about getting back out there, like I did with Nashville, and that is not, was not a good thing, there's no denying it's an adjustment, folks. It is a big adjustment. You're going to hurt. It's going to hurt. When the world gets too loud, something I love to do is create my own soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. You know, sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with some guided meditation. You guys know, I like to get sad. I like to get mopey. Uh, I saw Phoebe Bridgers this weekend, but I also have like a pump up playlist too. And it has like (laughs) Wham with George Michael, but Daft Punk too. It's like cool. Um, So I've listened to so far, I've listened to my pump up playlist. I've listened to an audio book. I've also listened to a meditation track on the airplane, and I have just used these this past couple of days. Uh, They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort, and unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. And I'm banking on this is why that I've looked so stupid to this point because I was using AirPods. I have noticed a lot of looks from ladies now. I think it's really made me at least 10% more attractive. So Raycons, you have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. And like I said, they start at half the price of other premium audio brand audio brands, but they do sound just as good. And I do actually take this stuff seriously. Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Uh, give them a try. You will see what I mean. I love when companies do the 45-day um, or any kind of guarantee because it actually means they believe in their product because usually people want to be dicks and be like, I'm not happy with this, but I think you'll be happy with it. So create your own sound- soundtrack with Raycon right now. So bad it's good. Listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buy Raycon. Raycon.com slash so bad. So that's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash so bad to save 15% on Raycons. 
buyraycon.com slash so bad. This should be slash so good because it is. It's good. Um, and OK, so that's one sponsor. Welcome, Raycon. Uh, this is actually this next one is really flipping exciting for many reasons. It's Simply Safe. Now, I got like a 50 pound box from Simply Safe and I didn't know it was coming. And I opened it up and it was all these gadgets and like alarms and like video cameras and like touch keypads and key fobs. And I swear to God, I've never been happier in my life. And I was like, beep, boop, 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 boop. I was like, I felt so technologically advanced. So there is big news from my favorite home security company. Uh, this is now my only security company. Uh, Simply Safe just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. So that's right. Simply Safe, the system that U.S. News and World Report names best home security system of 2021, just got even better. So this brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help you keep you and your family safe. It has an ultra wide 140 degree field of view. So you can keep watch over your entire yard. It also has 1080p HD resolution with an eight time zoom. Like, my God, I might be shooting a movie with this thing. So that means you can zoom in and clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. And I hate to say this, but like I live off of Melrose now and it's gotten really scary in the last year and a half. And we just had um, somebody break in to our neighbor's uh, second floor uh, unit in the backyard. And so I said I was going to put this up for her. And then my roommate can actually look at it too, because he loves to creep on people. I, I'm also going to put, they gave me enough where I can put one in my room because I think like I'm going to catch my roommate going through my stuff. Like I know he does. Like, I'm not joking. Josh, if you're listening, I know you go through my stuff. So it has a built-in spotlight with color night vision, so you can keep an eye on what's going on day and night. It's super simple to set up and usually just takes minutes. Um, I'm going to set mine up tomorrow if I feel better and give you guys the low. What if I did it in like night vision and I come off looking like Bigfoot? It has an easy-to-remove rechargeable battery so it doesn't need an outlet and can go anywhere on your property. This camera has it all, and it integrates with your Simply Safe home security system, extending its protection to the outside. Together, it means every door, window, and room are protected, and now your property will be too. Now, to learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com. That's S I M P L I S A F E.com slash so bad. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating the new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month off monitoring service free when you enroll in interactive monitoring. So, again, that is simplysafe.com slash so bad. And remember, you do not have to uh, sign up for the interactive monitoring, but it is there if you uh, don't want to do it yourself. But I think maybe even part of the fun of these things is that you actually get to monitor yourself and it alerts you when there's some kind of weird movement. I was so excited to get this because it is something that I have been uh, wanting for a long time, especially after this last year and a half. It is just uh, it's gotten a lot scarier out there. Uh, no joke. There's no joke to be made. So I'm very happy about this sponsor. And last but certainly not least, you guys, am I doing OK? I feel I'm sweating so hard right now, but I think I'm doing OK. 
Um, okay, I think I'm doing okay. So the third and last, but sexiest, is Dame. So as we talked about on the show many times, we should seek out what's right for us and not compromise on what's most important. So our relationships should add value to our lives, especially in the bedroom. So why don't we think the same way about our sex toys? Dame Products is a woman-owned sex toy company making the next generation of vulva-tested, vulva-approved vibrators. Can I? Can we get a different word than vulva? I mean, no offense to vulvas, but... Um, Founded by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, Dame develops toys with the help of real humans and couples like you. They're closing the pleasure gap and helping the world one vulva at a time. So their vibrators and accessories are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love. Earning glowing press from the New York Times, W Magazine, and many more. I swear to God, I'm not joking, I think Kourtney Kardashian uses this. Like, no shit. Like her and Travis. Um... Whether you're a couple looking for an extra boost where it matters or on a journey of self-exploration, and by the way, neither of those you should be ashamed about, um, we're sure they will earn a spot on your nightstand. Um, they want me to recommend this product, the Eva. It's a couple's vibrator giving you clitoral stimulation during penetrative sex. It's flexible wings tuck under your labia for a snug fit. I have personally not used this, folks, but I've read the reviews and it's all been positive. And I just don't feel comfortable. Um, uh, I don't need to get into this, but you know, like I just feel weird of like, can I test? Can I test a product out on? You know, like it's just. Weird. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within sixty days, so your satisfaction literally guaranteed. So go to dameproducts.com forward slash so bad today for fifteen percent off site wide. Again, go to dameproducts.com forward slash so bad today for fifteen percent off site wide. Oh my God, folks! I am done. My I am sweating so bad and my throat hurts so bad. So here is the rest of Sophie. We got about. 25 more minutes and you guys are out of here i love you thank you so much for the support and i will talk to you very soon but this is but this is the part where it's frustrating it's like everybody needs to focus and like focus on erica jane and tom girardi everything now people are focusing on ronald richards and saying he's causing like you know it's like guys one thing at a time the internet does this thing where they just try to tear everybody down it's like there's two people that we're trying to find out what they did tom girardi and erica jane and that's it but then we fight with everybody in between and it's it's really it's ridiculous you know yeah. Yeah. I mean, in this situation, I feel like the focus should be on just, and I know that a lot of people are also complaining about how the season is like very much just focused on Erica Jane. And it's like, because it's super uh, interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see like the storylines of like Amelia Hamlin. I'm sorry. I don't care. Like I would, or like, even like, oh my God, I was With so- With Lisa Renna's troll garage where she keeps yeah. her outfits. I was also so pissed at Kyle in this episode too. She's such a backstabber. Kyle showed her ass in this one bad. And yeah. it was like, that really bummed me out because Kyle, it was, I had watched that episode three times and it was even more chilling each time watching Kyle switch it and going, we need to bring it back to Sutton. And I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry, Sutton. That's the truth. I I really do wonder what Kathy Hilton said at the end of that party. Um, would she have been mad at everybody? Yeah, no, I like the part where she like literally cut off Dorit from saying anything. I was like, yeah. yeah. And Dorit was like, yes, we enjoy our food. Like she was like, oh, I know what you're saying. Yes. And then when, oh, I, it was such a great episode. Even PK going like naming her dresses. 
of like that's a female that's I'll call that the actress like it's so gross and then he's like oh I want to take it off let's have a good one for that one let's call it the pearl I love I love PK who (laughs) probably is not like rushing to get into a bathing suit named Beverly Beach Beverly Beach you know isn't that bizarre he just sits around and he like comes up with like ideas that Dorit has to like say are brilliant he's like I'll tell you what Dory <laughs> and then even Jagger when Jagger was like mommy I'm gonna put the lipstick on you somewhere <laughs> was like so Jagger was like mommy I want to be in the fancy house <laughs> Batman Batman um, so what do you think Andy's going to like I always like in my imaginary visions i always picture andy like in a bunker like studying for the last couple of weeks to make this the best reunion ever and in reality i i really do want to know his process because my my fear is that he just like looks at a notebook on wednesday and then films it on friday you know what do you think his process is for something like this i mean i really 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 hope that he's not because so far it seems like he's been team erica um but, but don't but 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 also he has to play it a little bit that way to keep her on the show and to keep her right. in play I think you know it's a delicate that's balance fair. that's fair I really I just I my gut is telling me that it's going to be disappointing because it's going to be Erica saying that she can't talk about anything like she's not going to be forthcoming it's still going to be a lot of unanswered questions I feel like Kyle and Renna probably still won't be held accountable for their bullshit um I, I don't know. I'm really hoping that Eric or that Andy actually like, you know, comes in hot trying to hold them accountable and ask them the hard questions and say, hey, the fans were not, you know, buying what you were selling. You know, the fans saw right through this and the fans think it's bullshit, Kyle and Rinna, that you guys went after Denise last season because you know that they're still like. They're still trying to, Rena was still posting shit about Denise like the other day, like a DM about how someone was like, well, everyone called you like a mean person for doing this. And now you're standing by your friend. It's like, it's because it's two different things. Or, and then Rena is talking about Lisa Vanderpump coming back and she wrote, she doesn't have the balls to come back to my show. You know, it's not your show, Lisa. Yeah, I don't want Lisa Vanderpump back for the record, but yeah, Rena, shut the fuck up. Rena could literally leave and no one would notice this season because she's contributed nothing. Oh, be you, much you, better you, would be able, you would be able to hear it. It would be yeah. less screeching and cackling. Exactly. It would be nothing but like blue skies and like just, you know, an, a much more enjoyable experience without Rena. Well, I'm I'm really curious what we will get and what Erica's. So the the thing that and we've talked to, she does this every week now, is that she's really overdoing it with posting the sexy photos with Eric. Oh. Like, is like, is she just trying to land a dude? Like, what did she? Because the more we get into this case, the more you realize, well, you know, there's tons of good looking people in the world, and we just don't. It doesn't matter. Like, this is like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, what? because the the thing is, is that. I feel like so many people are focusing on the argument of like, she didn't know, like, there's no way she knew. Or like, how do you know that she knew? And it's like, it doesn't matter at this point. What matters is that she knows now. And she still is posting thirst straps, being completely just like not reading the room, not being empathetic at all to the people that have truly suffered because of her lifestyle directly. Yeah. 
And yeah, that's what it's like. It's showing her true character. So I don't understand how anyone is still defending her. But so like Andy's interview techniques, like usually start off with like a softball, softball question of like, Erica, how was, uh, you know, how was it not being able to sing and dance during the pandemic? I bet it'll start off like that. And then, but like, what would you even ask Erica in a joking way? Like show us how to vac- vacuum a couch, you know? Yeah, I feel like he'll be like, so Erica, a lot has happened since the last time, you know, we saw you at a reunion since the last time you were on this reunion couch. What's the latest with, you know, everything that's going on? And she'll give some vague like, yeah, it would be like chilling if we got house husbands and Tom came out. Oh, my God. Imagine. And then he was able to tell us. It would be like that Potomac reunion where Michael Darby just like showed up and it was really creepy and scary. Wasn't that Michael Darby where they were just like, wait, he's here. And it like flashes to him, like just showing up backstage. Oh my God. I I mean, you think he'll ask Erica like once and for all explain the story of how Tom fell down that hill. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, is he going to follow up about that and be like, Hey, by the way, no one has any record of this happening and your story doesn't make sense. Like, do you want to clarify on that? Like, yeah, let's, she, you know, dug her own grave, poked lots of holes in her own stories. Like I kind of want to see her squirm a little bit and be held accountable for all the lies she was spinning while freaking out at Sutton for even like so much as questioning her lies. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I, I can't wait though. I'm so excited. I mean, like usually reunions I'm like here or there with, but like, it's going to be a three-part reunion. It's going to like, we're going to have to wait a week in between each one unless somebody crazy. Oh, so wait, and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City premieres next Sunday or this this upcoming Sunday, yes. and um, I've I've seen the entire episode. How is it? It's horrible. No, it's really it's really good. Can you give us any spoilers? Well, and by the way, this is like I got it by accident, so it's not one of those I'm even bragging about it because I always get bummed out about people bragging about it. Yeah, it I will always brag about it. I'm like, cool. Oh yeah, screener. Oh, no, cool. no, no. I didn't know, and it wasn't it wasn't meant for me. But now NBC Universal hates me, so they're never going to let me have anything again. But uh-huh. it was so good. Like the fact that the first five minutes are so chilling that it really, and then it doesn't do like a flash forward to Jen getting arrested. It's exactly what I think we've talked about. The exact oh my god, thing. yes, I'm so excited! But then there's a couple surprises in the actual episode that I w- I had never heard about, like even rumors. And I was like, oh, sh-. Like, there was like a couple things where I was like, oh my god, I didn't I didn't even know that was I didn't know that was happening, you know. So there's like some really good surprises in in the first episode. Oh my God. I'm freaking excited. Yeah. It's we're, we're really blessed right now. Yeah. We're um, so blessed. Wait, also it didn't New York, like not even have a reunion. Well, supposedly they have a plan in place now, but they, their, their final episode was last week and this week they're going to air a secrets revealed or something because I think they're like trying to buy time to actually shoot the reunion. But at a certain point, I feel like don't waste money on stuff. Like, what are you going to talk about? Because if they're going to go talk about racial issues, it's bad for everybody because Ramona is not going to be able to, um, she'll look like an idiot and it's going to like, she, I just feel like they shouldn't do a reunion at all for New York this season. Yeah, that's I feel like that's the general consensus is like why even bother? But if that's that's crazy. 
that like it's su- such a historically bad season that it's like we're just not gonna have a reunion like that's like unheard of i mean could you imagine it being more than one part like what what would you even go into i mean like yeah yeah uh, it's this we know these people so well and the only really interesting stuff is how we relate to ebony and she's gotten so much flack for like the the thing that's fascinating about new york this season is all the stuff going on behind the scenes and nobody will admit who's leaking things that's the fascinating part is that somebody behind the scenes is leaking everything because i even talked to somebody an instagram account that had posted information about new york and she got it literally or she or he got it literally from one of the castmates of New York and was called a liar, you know? Wait, what information was that? I can't, I can't. I, I can't. Was it, oh. the, wait, was it like about Ebony or like there, I just, there have been so many rumors and I don't know what to believe. Well, it just seems like they're really at odds with each other, you know, that cast. So I think that's what is happening where there's got to be a lot of sugarcoating to like, kowtow to Ramona, keep everybody happy. And they're just, it, it's impossible, I would imagine, to deal with Ramona ever. Yeah, also, isn't I, it I weird that Kyle and Ramona hang out now a lot? Isn't oh my God, weird? that photo, it, they were like so facetuned. It was sick. I thought Ramona was Teddy at first. That was so weird. Um, I wonder what they're going to do about Leah. I feel like Leah's a big question mark too. Yeah, I mean, she's going to, I mean, I feel like they are not making any, they're, they're going to have there's no cast changes. I think they'll add people. That's it. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I really do think there's uh, no cast changes. Um, good news. Cardi B gives birth to baby number two with uh, rapper Offset. Um, I he saw did, that. And he, she had like a Louis Vuitton like baby blanket already. And I'm just like, that's like really fancy. Like that her like hospital room is worth more than I have in my bank, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And she's been that way with culture too. Like culture has like the most like luxurious, you know, accessories and all of that stuff, but you know, good for her. She earned it. Um, Okay. So I do need to talk about something that we don't have official word on yet, but uh, Scott Disick, um, we didn't get to talk about this last week. Scott Disick DM'd Eunice, which was Kourtney Kardashian's ex-boyfriend and he DM'd her a picture of her, Kourtney Kardashian, and Travis Barker making out in Italy. And he was like, bro, are you kidding me, bro? Look at that. Like, it's, uh, like, like, oh, my God. And he was like, like, kind of disgusting, you know? And Eunice, to his credit, was like, I'm not your bro. And as long as she's happy, which has got to be what a slap in the face to Scott to realize you've just f- fucked up big time. Because then Eunice posted it. And then Amelia like, this is when it gets funny because it's like high school. Amelia wore a shirt or like posted a picture of a shirt in her Instagram that says, don't you have a girlfriend? And that supposedly is supposed to relate to Scott Disick and Amelia and this. And then Lisa Rinna posted a photo of uh, Harry Styles, which is just like gross. Like, Lisa, like, no, Harry Styles would never date Amelia or not Amelia, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, shut up, Rena. You wish, first of all. Second of all, like, I don't understand the Scott thing. It's like, what was he even trying to do? Like, create like 
you know, some alliance with. Corny. But imagine, yeah, like imagine trying to have camaraderie with Corny's ex boyfriend that you that he's gone on record even at the the Kardashian season series finale reunion that they all didn't like Eunice. They all said that. Very, very, very strange. I just <sighs> do not understand it one bit. And yeah, I'm sure it's only a matter of time until him and Amelia break up. And oh, I think it'll probably be unpacking this relationship in therapy for the rest of her life. Well, it is good though too because it's. I mean, it's like back to school time, you know, so like, it's probably good. She d- keeps her focus on her studies, you know? Yeah, true. true. Uh, high, high school, yeah. Last, year, last year of high school. It's last um, time, yeah. Uh, but I, I do think it's weird that it seems like then once Scott said that, Courtney and Travis even like ramped it up and they've been like finger banging near the Louvre and stuff like that. Like they like, now it's like, <clears throat> it is getting to the point where I'm like, yo, Travis, like, do you have, like, I, like, do you, do you work? Like, I mean, I know Blink-182 is on hiatus, but like, I just feel like it's a lot of vacationing. Like, I, I'm not even worried. I love the making out. Love it. I mean, I'm so, in, so erotic, but like, um, it's too, it's, I just, I feel like it's a lot of traveling. Oh, I mean, I think the PDA thing has also gotten a little, like they're putting on for the cameras. Yeah. And I'm also thinking like Mason is old enough at this point to know what's going on. Like, how's Mason doing? We haven't seen, we haven't heard from Mason. We haven't seen Mason, I feel like in six months, but I feel like the next time we're going to see him, he's going to be like 6'3". He's going to be fully grown, you know? Yeah, no. I'm like, he knows he's old enough. Like, I'm I'm just curious. Like, what does he think of all? And it's like, yeah, she can do whatever she wants. It does feel like it's like so much at this point. Like, they're everywhere. They're on top of each other, straddling each other, making out. It doesn't matter who you are. If I saw you literally straddling your partner making out in public, I'd still kind of side eye you. So like as a celebrity, you know that you're going to get, you know, photographed and people are going to be looking at you. And Oh yeah. Like I, I get really like way back in the day, some girl tried to like get me to do some things at a public place. Oh, and, uh, and I was like, Hey, I just, I'm really not into that. And then she was like, are you mad at me? And I was like, no, I just don't feel like, I just feel like all my friends are here and they're watching us. And then you know, she was really drunk and then she did it again. And I was like, Oh no. And then she did it again. And I was like, okay, now I am mad at you. I just don't want to like have sex in a public place because yeah, like, awesome. also like that, like, it's just who you would never think of me having sex and nobody ever wants to have me have sex in a public place. Like if I ever fall in love again, like, I don't think I'll never do a Travis Barker tour. I just won't. I'm so, no. I'm so sorry to all I'm, the ladies. I'm super not into, it makes, it makes everyone kind of uncomfortable. I mean, it's like, again, I'm not judging. We'll do what you want. I just personally yes. uncomfortable. I feel like it makes other people uncomfortable. It's like just not something that I think is cute as cute as everyone else is making it out to be. I'm kind of just like over it. Well, then I was noticing Corey Gamble and Chris Jenner were in Italy on like, they like to do yacht tours in the summer. Yeah. And like, I was even thinking of that, like, of like them trying to like imitate Courtney and Travis. And like, I just don't think I could handle that, you know? Um, yeah, no, thank you. No, <laughs> thank you. I will not be signing up for that. Um, so keep an eye out. We got to find out if they have broken up or not. Um, but I, I don't think Scott's in a good way. Um, okay. The movie Cinderella came out on Amazon this, uh, this week, uh, Kay Cannon wrote and directed it. She wrote and directed the pitch perfect trilogy. And, um, this poor movie has taken a beating. Have you watched it? No, I haven't watched it, but I've been seeing everyone make fun of it online and it's like cracking me up. Well, 
like, and they did this like uh, promo for it where they did a like a flash mob and they stopped traffic and James Corden was like dry humping cars and stuff like that, which is just like a nightmare. But can you imagine like your dream is to get into a movie and then you film a movie and then you have to promote it by doing a flash mob during the day on a crowded street and like oh, body thrusting? It's so embarrassing. Everything about it is just so bad and so embarrassing and like. Yeah. Yeah. The James Corden thing, like Camilla Cabello. Wait, what's, what's Camilla Cabello's deal? So she, she basically, I think had a promising, there was so much promise when she left. What was it? Fifth Harmony. Yeah. And then it came out that she, you know, had a Tumblr that had been super racist and she had like kind of contributed towards the racist bullying that Normani had received from Fifth Harmony fans and um yeah it just turned out that she like was just not really a good person and i think that her um you know fake relationship not fake but like i mean at this point it's like if it's fake they've done a really good job of just keeping it going but like sean mendez thing always screamed of just like pr like just like weird and like her style is so bad. She wears the worst out. It's like, if you had a good stylist, she could like take over the world. If she had like, look at Zendaya's red carpet moments. It like becomes like a moment where everyone is like, yeah. let's just like really just appreciate Zendaya right now. It's like, she never has those because she doesn't have a good stylist. It's like everything about her is kind of tragic where like people just don't like her. And yeah. so that's why it's like, if you're going to choose like your lead to be Cinderella, it probably wasn't the best choice. But then I was like, I, 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 you know, I, these movies obviously are not made for me regardless, but I did watch He's All That and I didn't mind it. So who knows? Like maybe. I still haven't found the energy to watch that, but I will at some point. I'm sure I'll like, just enjoy it as some background noise. <laughs> find the energy to, to enjoy that um, so Bachelor in Paradise airs tonight I think Bachelor in Paradise is actually a great season like it really is fun wait last night was oh wait no tonight's tonight's Monday right okay yes yes you're right oh my god I like can't keep track of the days right now um, yeah it's a great season so far I'm loving it yeah well, and the thing that I, I love it so much more than the Bachelor and Bachelorette you guys because they keep bringing in new contestants and they're all just under pressure to hook up with each other. And then they like hop from one girl or guy to the next. And it's like, it's ridiculous because if you pull out and look at it macro wise, it's completely insane. Cause it's like, why would you want to be, why would you want to be with any of these people to begin with? You know? And they're like, it's, it's, I like it so much more than the bachelor bachelor because I find it so, and it's not believable that you could drop 30 random people and they'll all fall in love with the same person. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't happen. And that's why it's so funny. The latest, like the last few bachelors have all get given me the ick, which means it's like, you're just like icked out by them. You're not attracted to them, which is like not what the bachelor is supposed to be. It's about supposed to be someone that women are fighting over. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. That's why bachelor in paradise is so much better. Cause it actually is so much more organic and believable that these people are like, Oh yeah, of course, you know. And it scared me when Wells is always bartending. Oh, I'm like, does this guy even, Wells. but does this guy even know how to make a drink? Like, I feel like it's cause he's like, Oh, he's always like, I don't get why everyone's obsessed with him. I truly don't understand it. I think he's, I like look at my phone every time he's on the, on the TV. He has no screen presence to me. He's just there. And everyone's like, Wells for host. He's so funny. And I'm like, what does he do? That's funny. Well, he's better than Nick Vile. I'll tell yeah, you that he's much. Better than Nick Vile, but that's like not hard. Um, 
So I, I highly recommend that. A couple other things. Jojo Siwa kisses her girlfriend in public before heading into Dancing with the Stars. She is going to be the first contestant that will be dancing with a female on the show, which I'm like, like the thing, like the only thing that I'm all for, I'm like, I'm, I'm super psyched to like have her break that boundary or whatever, but like, isn't Jojo Siwa a dancer? Like she shouldn't be able to compete in Dancing with the Stars. Wait, what? Say that again? Jojo Siwa, isn't she a dancer? So like, I'm, I don't care if she's dancing with another girl, but she's going to be better than all the people anyways, because she's a dancer. Oh yeah. But that happens all the time. Well, it just that makes me, I just don't think, think it's fair. Like, think about like all the Olympians that get to go on. It's like they're Olympians. They're already in better shape and more coordinated probably than the average person. So they have an advantage, Yeah, but it's really more about like, isn't it about voting? I don't really watch it. <laughs> yeah i think you vote like my parents watch it yeah, um, it's, a, it's such a mom and dad show it's such a mom and dad show which is kind of cool like maybe they are the ones that need to be like learn to be accepting and all that because like kids are eight and the kids younger than us like they wow. they have accepted a lot of this stuff um this is uh interesting i was really excited to tell you about um chrissy Teigen celebrated her 50th day of sobriety and she posted a big Instagram post about it 50 days in a row. And she said it would have been a year and a half, but I had a couple of wine bumps or wine slip ups throughout the the year. But okay, this, I just don't feel well. So I'm going to be really mean, but I I just, I don't feel well, but it made me angry because I'm like, how desperate do you need to be for attention where you need to get attention for 50 days? You know what I'm saying? Like I have people that struggle with alcoholism in my life and it's like, they're not like, you know, but like you need you like I you would almost tell she was like foaming at the mouth waiting for that 50th day because she could get an Instagram post out of it. I know that's mean, but it just it struck me as wanting attention more than actually something for herself. No, it's so true. It really is so true. It's like, yeah, how badly do you need attention that you're going to, you know, like post about this? It's like good for her, but it's like, again, everything she does is just so desperate for attention and to become a headline and to get, you know, I already saw some People Magazine like article about it. Like Chrissy Teigen celebrates 50 days of sobriety. It's like, yeah. why does this need to be like, well, so, so sick of just seeing her? Like but a lot of people why? don't, realize, a lot of people don't realize how publicity works is that, you know, it means that Chrissy is a PR agent, you guys, and they go to people and they say, hey, would you guys like a story where Chrissy celebrates her 50th uh, day of sobriety? Like you, these magazines get pitched stories. Like it's like a, you, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of thing. And that's how PR works. It's not like people going like, we need to find out what in the entertainment world is going on, you know? Oh, let's do this Chrissy Teigen story, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm so tired. It's like, she she really did need to take some time to just go away and let people like miss her a little bit. And it's it's just every time I see her now, I'm just like, oh, my God, including on the streets of New York. Yeah. <laughs> oh, She's Sophie's referring to when she did see uh, John Legend and Chrissy and, and went right up to John Legend uh, to yeah. her credit. Um Sad news. This just actually happened while we were talking. Uh, the Wire star Michael K. Williams, 54, is found dead in his Brooklyn penthouse surrounded by drug paraphernalia. Now, if you guys watch The Wire, it was just an amazing show on HBO that was so dense and really good. It just, but this, he was one of the lead actors in it. Uh, he played Omar Little on The Wire, but he was also in Boardwalk Empire and a lot of movies. Oh just an God. amazing, amazing so actor. Sad. So that's very, very sad. Uh, so, um, you know, 
know, good, good thoughts towards uh, his family and friends. That's just, just it's horrible. Um, uh, and finally, uh, rapper Little Uzi Vert reveals fans ripped off his $24 million pink diamond he had implanted on his forehead during Rolling Loud. So Little Uzi Vert, you guys, supposedly bought a $24 million pink diamond, and he had it implanted in his forehead. And, you know, so you're like, oh, sure, I've, everybody does that. But then when he was at Rolling Loud Music Festival, he jumped into the audience and fans ripped it off his forehead. And, but also like, my first thought is like, little Uzi Vert can afford a $24 million pink diamond? Like, that's like a lot of money. Yeah, apparently. I don't get it either. I'm like, where does this money come from? I don't (laughs) Yeah, like, I feel like, you you know, like little Uzi Vert has more than 24 million. I feel like he had 25 million. Now he just has 1 million to live because he wanted a pink diamond. And then he implants it in his forehead and then it gets ripped off and lost. It makes no (laughs) sense. It really does make no sense. But that's what happens. It also is like, you know, when someone comes into money, it's just funny to see what they purchase with it. You know, nouveau riche. Um, speaking of PR things, Haley Cuoco's, um, uh, Kaylee Cuoco is filming a movie with Pete Davidson right now. And supposedly they're hooking up, but she announced she is getting a split from her husband, Carl Cook. But there was, there kept being these articles this weekend of she has an ironclad prenup, which I think is just the weirdest thing, like to like push articles saying you have an ironclad prenup, you know? Wait, who is this? Sorry, I was reading Kay- my Williams. Kaylee Kaylee Cuoco. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh, she does have an ironclad prenup. You know why they include that is because um is because she makes so much money from the Big Bang Theory that she is like stupid rich. Yeah. So I feel like it's and he also I think comes from a really rich family. So I feel like it's something that people would have an interest in. Is oh, do they have a prenup? They both have a lot of things to lose. <laughs> But I've been reading that their marriage, because they she was married really briefly before him. And yeah. I rushed into this marriage with him. And I guess a lot of I've been reading for years. I mean, they've only been married for what, like two years. But I've been reading from the start that like it wasn't it wasn't going well from the beginning. Yeah. And she was embarrassed to be like, oh, I got married so quickly. Like. I don't want, you know, like she was embarrassed and she swallowed her pride. And I guess they were living separately for a while. And now they're just now announcing their divorce. So the people that are speculating that like Pete Davidson may have played a factor. It's like, no, I think this has been like brewing for a while. But Pete Davidson does have like a penis that shoots diamonds, supposedly. Apparently. I don't know. I'd have to see it to believe it. Uh, Pete, reach out if uh, you would love to show Sophie yeah, Ross. Um, but that is it, you guys. I'm so sorry for my quiet voice. I'm in a sky lounge and my throat really kills me. So um, thank you guys. And thank you to Sophie for taking time out of her Labor Day um, and and doing labor. So we really, really appreciate it. Is there anything coming up this week for you? No, just look out. I Again, that apartment story, I think is supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out last week, but it'll probably yeah. be this week then. Hopefully they announce The Bachelor soon. Um, Wait, what do you? What, how is your fan site going to go when Greg Rippo gets announced? Are you going to go oh crazy? My God. I can't. People are so weird. I love. I just wish I had that much time on my hands. Like, I don't have time. That's like when you're like, "What's going on?" I'm like, I literally go to my full time job every day and then like see what else I can do when I'm not at my full time job. Like, yeah, I, 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 lady. 
Well, that's why I always think about like people that think like celebrities are queuing or celebrities are like baby eaters. Cause it's like, think about how hard it is for everybody to get through their days. Now, on top of that, they're going to have this secret baby eater meeting place where they're all, you know, like just time-wise it wouldn't work out, you know? It's like, we all have too much shit going on. Like yeah, we have to, there's like, the world's going to end in two years anyways. We all just got to chill out. No, it's this year. Oh, great. Good. Hey, are you going to run up? No, the thing that, remember the guy that wrote that it was supposed to be 2012? Oh, that's 2021. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Are you going to run up your credit cards? I guess I, I must. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do that once they say, hey, the world's going to end. Like, I wonder if they're going to put a stop on credit cards, you know? I always wondered, like, what, because like, you could go shopping, but then it's like those things are fleeting, you know? It's like, yeah. Uh, it's like you wouldn't be able to wear the clothes anywhere because the world would end. Right, right, right. So don't you want experiences before the world ends? I don't know, but we'll see. We'll find out. Um, Sophie, thank you so much. We love you and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Betches.